What's up, everyone? It's your favorite marketer and podcast host. My name is Prit. I'm the author of Zero to Four Figures, a podcaster, YouTuber, Etsy shop owner, and Skillshare teacher. All the links are in the description box below if you'd like to check it out. On this podcast, I bring in experts to give you actionable steps on various marketing, business, and mindset strategies to help you grow the business you love. Today, I have one such expert with me, Dr. Vic Manzo. Now, let me give you a little bit of an introduction on Dr. Vic before we bring him on. Dr. Vic is a former certified pediatric chiropractor who has become a business mindset coach. He is the author of three books, guys. His most recent, Decoding the Matrix, which came out this past May 2022. He has a unique and diverse background that allows him to help his clients become more whole and lead a more fulfilled life through leveraging one's own minds and reframing one's mindsets. Now, Dr. Vic does this by helping his clients become aware of their limiting beliefs, habits, standards, and the stories they tell themselves. Once they are aware, then he shares how they can reframe, change, and create beliefs that support their dream life. He has helped over hundreds of entrepreneurs create their own path of what success looks like on their terms and helped hundreds of individuals understand and realize the true power they have when it comes to creating their reality. So today's episode is all about going to, it's all about going to be how to live holistically. And Dr. Vic, thank you so much for being on my podcast. How are we doing today? I'm doing amazing. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. So Dr. Vic, I have read your life story. It has me absolutely intrigued. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, there's a two part to it. So the first one is um, my journey to be a chiropractor. And, and just for everyone listening, I've never um, had aspirations to be a chiropractor. I, did, I, did, I did never thought about being one. I I wanted to be more like a, at least a, like a lawyer, but I gave up on that as soon as I found out how much I had to read. Um, I don't like reading much. Um, but then I, I looked at like being a chef, an architect, an accountant, something to where I can make good money because I came from a blue collar family and, and I saw the struggles and I did not want to have that. So I wanted to make sure I was going to be financially set. Um, and then I remember my dad kept pushing me into computers because he was like, hey, you're good with computers. Why don't you go into computers? And I was like, all right, why not? Let's do it. And uh, so I've always been into health. Uh, my mom's a fitness instructor and yoga instructor. Um, I've always seen her eat well, take supplements and work out. And she was in great shape. Um, if I go, she used to work at the local civic center. So when I go sometimes after playing basketball, I get to the, see her class, right? Finishing up. What would I see people working out in great shape? So I'm like, wow, that's health. All right, cool. So I programmed myself that to think that was health 19 years old. I'm playing, I'm playing, uh, rugby for Arizona state and, uh, and you know, a lot of conditioning, most workouts I've ever done in my entire life. Uh, but yet my health started to decline month after month. Now, I wasn't the standard college kid. I didn't eat the standard college diet. I mean, somewhat, but no, not to that level. I didn't really drink much at all either. I just, well, I always had it around me all my life. I'm Italian, always around me. So it wasn't like something that, oh my goodness, I have to have this. And so um, I had my diet pretty decent, um, worked out very much often, and yet my health kept declining. And it got to a point where I was nervous because there was so many different things affecting me to where then, um, you know, my mom, long story short, we're going to go to the medical doctor when I was going to come back home. Last minute, she got me to go see my old chiropractor I used to see that she's been seeing almost born. 
and uh, long story short, he changed my life. He was able to, he's like, I'll help you with the symptoms. We'll get rid of that in two months. You'll be going back to school. You'll need chiropractic care for the rest of your life, all this stuff. And I'm like, deal, let's do it. Well, what was interesting, not only two months did the symptoms go away, but in four months, I got in the best physical shape of my life. I started, to, I shredded down the 10% body fat. I, I, I don't. Don't ask me. I understand why I pack now. And I've been doing the same workouts often over and over. I'm like, I just don't know how that was so possible. Um, and then that's where I started to look at my life and was like, man, I want to help others because what that did, for me, there are so many other people here who are, have like chronic illnesses and diseases and all those things. Sorry, my dad's my dog's scratching the floor. I'm trying to get him to stop. But, uh, <laughs> is, you know, so many uh, things. I was like, I want to be able to help people. I want to be able to help serve them. Bring my story to help with the second part going in the mindset. I was always curious about life at 12 years old. I told my mom, I'm going to figure out this thing called life. And the reason why I said that was, is because I, I didn't like to see some people it would suffer. And then some other people wouldn't suffer. And why did some people have all the kids have all these toys while some kids didn't have toys. And I was like, why does this happen? Why is it just life? Is it just the way things are? Or is this, uh, is it a choice? And so as I got older and older, that was always in the back of my mind. And so when I got into chiropractic school, I also studied energy medicine and uh, looked at different spiritual truths and, and spiritual laws and uh, universal laws and all these different things on how life works from a healing perspective. But that also taught me how life is in general from an energy perspective. And it wasn't until um, I started applying my own truths five years into my business because I wanted to be a successful chiropractor. So I listened to all the best chiropractors. I listened to the top entrepreneurs, the business, motivational speakers, self-help, personal development. I was downloading so much as I was reading 80 to 120 books a year. I wanted to be successful because again, remember my background was I grew up with financial struggle. I didn't want to have that for myself. And what happened though, was is five years, I hit my financial peak, but I was unfulfilled. That was the interesting part for me because I thought once I got to that level of money I and success and impact and helping people, I was like, I'll be on top of the world. And I wasn't. And that was a shock to me. And so you always hear people say money doesn't buy you happiness. Trust me, I've been there. It doesn't buy you happiness. Um, and it, it, there's a point to where it does. And then after it doesn't. But it was one of these things that I said, all right, well, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to stop spiritual truth, universal laws, quantum physics, science. I'm going to put that all together. And if I am the creator of my life, I, I get to choose how I want to have success. If I'm truly the creator of my life and made in the likeness needed to as well, I can say, I'm going to, I'm not going to have to sacrifice. I'm going to have to have to grind and hustle. I'm not going to have to work long, excuse me, long hours. I'm going to be able to have that level of success and work less and all these other things like nature does, like the universe does and like the body does. Well, in about a year, um, all of a sudden I was 50% less working and about a year, year and a half, 50% less working in my office, making the same, I was sitting in my financial peak. And all of a sudden my health was better. My mindset was better. My relationship was better. Not that we had issues. It was just, it wasn't at the level I wanted it at. And it started, then I started seeing the path of that. And ever since then, it was a huge change. And that's when I was like, I want to be able to help business owners and entrepreneurs because they get the same advice, grind, hustle, sacrifice, do what they they're told what to think, not about how to think. And so I was like, I don't, I don't, I want to make a change in that. Just like I wanted to make 
change in healthcare. I had the same passion for healthcare, but I shifted to the mindset world. And then uh, about three years ago, that's when I made the journey to say, you know, I want to start doing business coaching. Um, and then this year in January, I went full-time into it. Oh, that's awesome. Like I told you guys, I was very intrigued with Dr. Vic's, you know, entire life story. You said that you started out, you know, you were from a blue collar uh, family. Now, do you think that that kind of brought you along with limiting beliefs as you started on your own? How did you overcome them if there were limiting beliefs um, at that time, given your initial struggles when you were growing up? Oh, there's tons of limiting beliefs. Um, in my first book, Rediscover Your Greatness, I talk about um, 10 limit, negative limiting beliefs with money, and I had nine of them. Um, <laughs> because you hear, you hear things like um, money only goes to money. Uh, money makes, make people with money are unhappy. I've heard that a lot. Uh, money doesn't grow on trees. Um, you know, uh, you, you, I'm trying to think some other ones off the top of my head, but it was, I had a lot of them. And so it was interesting because I actually went bankrupt in about a year and a half, two years into my career. Um, student loans were killing me. Uh, at the time, this is, this is now 2010, 2011. Um, banks were not friendly like they are now when it comes to student loans. There wasn't mm -hmm. programs built in. There was just like, you got to make, you got to make your payment. And with, you know, I basically had a mortgage. Didn't know where I was just, I didn't get keys for it, but I have to make that payment regardless. And so the business was doing, it was for starting up, it wasn't bad, but it was just because of that plus some other expenses that I, I, cause I was such, I did things I probably wouldn't recommend to people, but I was like, I'm going to start my business. I'm going to put everything on credit cards. I'm going to make it happen. And yeah, that wasn't the wisest thing. But so after all that accumulated, I couldn't. But when I look back at my life, when that happened, and that was a struggle for me, because it took me a year to make that choice. It wasn't like I just said, I'm going to do this and, and I'll give me a free slate. I literally had to make a choice to go, I'm either going to have to give up my business and go work for somebody, or I can let go of some of this personal stuff that I took as debt with some other things and just say, you know what, that'll give me the freedom. And then from there, I can breathe a little bit and I can possibly make this business thrive. And I'm happy I did that because it did make the business thrive. Now that I have to do that, now where I'm at in my life now, no, I didn't have to. Because I if I understood those limiting negative limiting beliefs I had, I would have been able to change that. If I understood another limiting belief, which was low self-worth, not being good enough, and those come from many different factors, but one of them is I was raised Italian Roman Catholic. An Italian Roman Catholic household um, there's a lot of guilt and shame that's taught very quickly. You know, I was taught to be a people pleaser. I could not express how I felt truly because then I would have, I would have, um, you're going to upset someone else. Don't do that. You just keep your mouth shut, you know, and that's how I was taught. So what does that teach a kid? I'm powerless. I'm helpless. I can't share my truth. And that was a big thing for me that I had to overcome. So there was a lot of stuff in my childhood that, you know, not just from a financial standpoint, but even from there, because if I don't think I'm good enough, how, some, how am I going to create a service that someone's going to want to pay? And so it was interesting, too, because in my closings and when patients, a lot of people wanted, I had a lot of patients coming, wanting to come to my care. Um, I didn't accept assurance at the time, but I, because of that vibration I held, because of that belief I had that I wasn't good enough and the negative living beliefs, well, guess what? Not a lot of people were signing up. Not all people wanted to have me as their chiropractor, even though they enjoyed what I was saying, the vibration, I always tell people, this is the, the, the vibration is going to repel people away. And so once it took me a while to break through those and read this, you know, you know, work through them. I mean, there's still things I work through when it comes to like not being good enough. I and mean, that's a, that's a deep core thing. I've gotten better to understand the vibration, how it feels in my body and 
I know when that's showing up. And then I'm like, okay, I got you. All right, let me, um, and sometimes it wins. It'll get me for like maybe an hour or two. And I'm like, hey, I got to clear this out. But I've learned how to work with that now. But yeah, it's it, there's either you have to, this is why I share a lot about like when it comes to money and stuff, a lot of times people focus on the doing side. And really it's, it's, you have to understand if you have limiting beliefs within you, the beliefs, you have to understand the power of beliefs. I call them codes. Uh, again, coming from a computer background, codes run a certain way. You know, you know, you put the input, the code's going to run. There's an output. You, no matter what you do, that input is going to create the fire up the code and it's going to do the output, right? And you have to change the code to get a different outcome. Well, beliefs are the same way in the essence of that. Your beliefs dictate your behaviors. They dictate your habits. And I studied behavior psychology and it was great how to change behaviors because I wanted to, I was, I was coming out of school and I was like, let me study behavior psychology so I can learn how to change my habits and behaviors to be more successful. Well, what was interesting is when I studied it and I learned a little bit more of it, read about five, six, seven, eight books on it. It was like, all right. Right, cool. I got this. I got, I have an understanding of what they talk about now. And then I go and do these changes. And then two to three months down the road, I, the changes weren't sticking. And I was like, why am I kind of letting these go back to my old pattern? And I did this a couple of times in a row. And I was kind of like, why is this happening? And then all of a sudden I'm like, okay, let's, 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 there's, I'm doing something wrong here. I'm not hitting the core. And so then I was like, let me see about beliefs. What, what, what I had to really look at actions and habits and all this stuff. And I was like, there's got to be something underlying. And that's what it was, those beliefs. Because once I changed or I figured out what that limiting belief was, and then I changed it. Because changing a belief is just saying, okay, I believe this. Now I'm going to go ahead and believe that. That's the simplicity. It doesn't happen that easy. But that's the simplicity of a belief change. Because you go from limiting to an empowering. And when I did that, all of a sudden, it was like, I'm going to start doing this now. And I believe that this is what I'm going to do, blah, blah, all these things. And all of a sudden, it just stuck. And all of a sudden, I was like, wow, that was interesting. Let me try. Let me see what other ones I'm limiting at. Why that's there? What what habits I'm not doing that I should, I feel like I uh, would would love to be doing to help me do like meditating every single day or um, you know making sure I consistently well workouts I never had to worry about but or eating right's never been an issue for me. But it's um, that's that's 22 years of, of programming and conditioning to do that. So that that's that's easy now. Um, but it's other things where I was like. I don't get it or why, you know, time management, whatever it may be. And I was just like, wow, change the belief. All of a sudden, I didn't have to worry about the, the habit. So that's, that's the, I think. And, you know, but once you, once I broke through those, that's where um, my, my income started to change. Um, that's where my whole reality, when it came from a financial standpoint, started to change when I started to address and look at that. Oh, I absolutely love the concept of calling it codes because I'm an engineer myself and we're kind of addicted to <laughs> using those concepts and applying it to life. So I absolutely like that, that, you know, you put in a different code and then, of course, you will get a different output. It's absolute logic over there. So I love that. And, you know, one of the things about your life that really intrigued me was the fact that you had it all, you know, in terms of money, everything. How did you get to a point where you started to live holistically. Yes, you overcame your um, limiting beliefs, but how did you get to a point where you said, well, there are other things that are important to me. I'm going to level those up as well. How did you get to that point? Can my listeners get three actionable steps that you take, took to transform your life in that respect? Yeah, so a lot of times when I work around, entrepreneurs, they always want to focus on money and business, 
right? And uh, that was me. You know, again, I wanted to get to that level. I mean, I had having a low self-worth just for your listeners to understand what, how's that look for, how that looked for me in my life is when you, excuse me, when you have a low self-worth, you need external validation because you don't believe you're good enough. And, but if you saw me, heard me, heard how I talked and everything, you would never thought I had it. One of my friends who's one of my, my, he's my best, best of friends. When I told him, when I eventually opened up and told him like where I was, how I am, he's like, you are the most confident person I know. And I was like, yeah, that's scary because I could hide it pretty well then. And he was just like, I don't get it. I said, well, I'm very confident, but there's also still these things. So limiting beliefs for me, here's a guy, 29 years old, worldwide leading physician award. I got an award every year for the first six years of my career. Um, and, you know, so I thought, oh, that's important. You know, that's that, look at look how, look how, look how, look how good I am as a chiropractor. Um, and then there's, you know, you look at the, the money side and, and that was my main focus. But I was doing it, you can't focus just on one thing in life because there's a truth. What you do in one area of your life, you're going to do in all areas of your life. It may not be the exact same way, but from my experience and from what I've read and from what I've working with people, when I see them do something in one area of their life, like I have a client, we were working on relationship stuff, and I saw him do this in this area. All of a sudden, I said, man, you do that in your business. Here how it looks in your business. And he was like, holy cow, I didn't even see that. And so um, we can focus on one, but the way energy works and the way you create harmony is you got to have bits of, you got to feed everything. If you're not feeding in everything, things are going to die down. So like I said, not that I have relationship issues. My relationship was good. If you saw it if you saw on paper and how we were with each other and everything, you would say, well, this couple is really a great couple to be with. But we had, I had a standard that I wanted to go deeper and have a more enriched relationship. So for me, my, my work and my business and the money was the focus and I was losing out on other things. These are the law, called the law of focus. Whatever you focus on is going to grow. Whatever you focus on is going to manifest into your life. So how you can do it? Three steps. I'm going to probably get into one and they may cover them all, but I'll try to get three in there. So the first thing you want to do is understand that what makes up you making money and makes you have a successful business is the other four elements of your life. So I teach something called the five M's. There's many different people who teach it in different ways. I like the five M's. My last name is Manzo. That's why I call it the five M's. My online course that I do with my clients who go one-on-one is called the Manzo method. So the five M's is, you're going to notice money's the last one. First one is mindset, right? Ah, that's no brainer. I'm a mindset coach. Obviously there's going to be mindset involved, right? How do we strengthen and sharpen the mind? The second is going to be marriage. Now, I call it marriage, but these are just relationships. It doesn't have to be a marriage, actually. It could just be relationships you have with friends, family, uh, partner, and so forth. The third is movement. How do you move the body? Because movement is life to the brain. You want to keep your body as young as possible so you can fulfill the missions that you want to fulfill. But there's also an energy side to that, too. And then the fourth is going to be your mission. These are your passions that you do. These are the passions, things that... Are, are you're being a steward to life. This is you're gonna you're choosing to do something that's greater than you, and that's and it's but it's also fulfilling you. This is your like soul alignment, soul purpose, whatever you want to call it. But you're you're sharing your gifts to the world. If you do those four things right, money comes automatically. I'm living proof of it. I did it the other way, and it was a grind, right? And I I, I burnt out all these things. Then I flip the script and I say, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to focus more on me. So what can you do? Actionable steps. What challenge? I'm going to go. So I'll give you four steps where we'll go through each of those and how you can create the work-life harmony. Because a lot of times this is new, 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 new thing coming out. Oh, we have to have the work-life balance. The, nothing in nature is in balance in a sense. It's always in a flux. 
So you can't, the word balance doesn't really work. The body's never in balance. Some people say, oh, it's homeostasis. The body's never in balance. Homeostasis is, is a goal to try to get to a certain point. But in reality, the body's always constantly adapting. Every input that's coming in, right? The body has to adapt to that information. It goes to the brain. The brain sends responses. So it's constantly adapting in every single moment. If this room that I'm in gets cold, my, my brain, the skin temperature, the skin receptors on my skin are going to pick up on temperature changes, and then it's going to start moving circulation and so forth so it can keep it balanced. That, that, or keep balanced, keep adapting. So everything's an adapting process. So when you look at your life then, mindset, what do you do to challenge your mind? How do you help refocus yourself? How do you help you stay centered, keeping your energy in a centered place, right? This can be meditation, breath work, journaling, gratitude writing. Um, this can be going into a 39 degree cold plunge. This is what I do daily. Um, it can be taking cold showers. It can be... Um, anything that makes your mind stretch. Okay. What you sometimes like when I, when I was telling the coach of mine five years ago, I'm like, I'm going to get a cold plunge or I'm going to take a nice bath almost every day. And I'm just going to do it. And I was just like, and when I thought about it, I was like, Oh, I don't want to do that. I don't like the cold. I go, I plunge every day, but I do not like the cold. I want to be very clear with that. But I, I, I do that because it makes my mind stretch. It helps me be more resilient to stress. It allows me to stay more focused and centered. When I can do those things, when I can stay more focused, I can create more of the life I want. So choosing something and you do it every day, you know, just commit to one thing and do it every day. That's the thing. That's that's step number one. Choose one thing and just commit to that. So that's a mindset perspective. Marriage. How can you improve your relationships? Show appreciation and, and honor to the person that you're with every single day if you can't. If you can't do every single day, do three times a week. If you can't do three times a week, do once a week. Start somewhere, right? It's, you know, I used to be able to do, I used to write a letter. I used to do a video once in a while. I used to do a text message. And then eventually I did, okay, you know, I'm gonna do this every day. And I would text my text message my wife every day, telling her the one thing I love about her that day. And, you know, or you have weekly date nights. We do weekly date nights and then we do a special date night. So on once a month, we do a date night where we'll go to a little bit of a nice, my wife likes to go out to eat. She made it very easy for me. When we first went on a date or a couple of dates in, I was like, so what do you like doing? She's like, I just love going to restaurants. And I was like, is there anything else you'd like to do? She's like, there's other things, but restaurants, I just, I, she goes, I love food and I love having good food. And I just love going to nice restaurants. So I looked at her and I go, this is going to be easy for me. There's not a lot of planning I have to do. So that's kind of what we do. But, you know, and, and it's one of those things where, but we have one night where we dress up a little bit and uh, it could be the same places we go to. It's just, we dress up and make it a little bit nicer. And well, you know, but one time I did it where, Every date night, we took a, I took a photo, and then I would I would write about what that meant to me that night, how much I you know just something like that, and I did that for a whole year, and then for Christmas I put in I made a book, and I put that in there, and so doing these kind of things, you see how I'm putting energy into my relationship. Do you think the relationship grew when I did that? Absolutely. So there's that component. Then you focus on how can I get my body to be better and stronger. You don't have to go do some crazy workout or anything. You can walk every day. Commit to 10,000 steps a day. Well, 13,000, well, yeah, 10,000 steps. Or, you know, commit to something that you can keep your body moving. Because the, the element of all this, those, those are three. Then you got the mission, which is what, what are your gifts? And this is the hard one for people because I always go like, what's your gifts that you want to share upon the world? What would you do for free? What will light you up? Um, that you would, like for me, I only get into things that I am 100% passionate I'm excited to do. It's inspire. It's ins it's inspirational to me. What that means is, when I do this, like even being on podcasts, I like I like to speak, uh, as you can tell. But being on, like when I'm able to speak and share what I what I'm passionate about, I get lit up. This and I don't need coffee. I don't need anything. This will just light me up. So what are those things that you do and start doing them? 
you can see now what you can see the energy of my voice just changing as you go through that. Now, when you do those four, your vibes high, you're, you're, you're loving life now, because what are you doing is you're creating adaptability. There are times you're going to put more energy into your relationship. There are times you're going to put more energy into your mindset that's adapting, but the same token, you're always constantly putting the building this in. So I said, first step is you got to choose something and do it small increments at a time. Get it into a pattern, build it into your neurology to be used to that. Once you start to do that, it becomes a habit. And then you build on the next thing. The second thing is, and I lost my train of thought, but it'll come back, um, is when you're looking at everything, trading habits, this and that, something about that. Oh, man, I hate when this happens. Um, maybe not meant to be talking about right now. But <laughs> the, third, the, the other thing you want to look at then is how do you, you know, we looked at the small increments, understand that how that's something that I do. I have it all mapped out on my schedule, so I don't have to think. See, this is called, this is a little bit like effortless action. Because what it is, is once a week or sometimes a month, I'll map out, it's usually once a week on Sundays. Uh, it always goes that way. Um, half the time it doesn't. Uh, just being true, just being honest. But what will happen is I planned it. So that way I built my, I already, I already created an environment for success. Do I execute? Yeah. Like 98% of the time it works out. So I'm getting it done. So notice I said, my schedule doesn't always work out the way I want it to, but 98% execution. That's beautiful. So it still works out. It just, I had to move things around or something to have that's nice and easy to do. And then, um, I don't know if there was a third one, but I'll leave it at that for now. <laughs> wow, that's just amazing stuff. Honestly, the the five M's. I really, I really like, like how you shifted the focus from money being the first to money at the end, and I think that that's really how we should look at life as well. And I'm pretty, pretty sure, sure that my audience has gained so many amazing tips from you, Dr. Vic. Now, if my audience wants to find you, I'm pretty sure they will just Google Dr. Vic Manzo or Manzo Method. But tell us from yourself, how can they find you if they need more help? Yeah, the easiest, easiest way to find me is my website. That's my hub for everything. So that's, it's, in, it's empoweryourreality.com. Um, if this resonated with you, you're a business owner, entrepreneur, and you like what I'm talking about, I do a free one-on-one -on -one coaching call um, just to connect, you know, find your challenges, pain points, or what dream life you want to have. And uh, I'll give you a couple actionable steps at the end of it. Um, I'm here to serve. And then, and then if I know I can help, I'll share how I can do that. Um, I have free resources on there. My podcast, you get and uh, some free resources. I got a free book on uh, the power of visualization. And then on the bottom left, I'm on social media. So if you want to follow me on social media, I post often, probably like five, six days a week. Uh, I'll share some tips or concepts I'm sharing, kind of what I'm sharing here. Uh, it's usually mindset, spirituality, and then like business stuff or just business kind like stuff. Uh, but it's on Facebook. Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn. So those are the areas I play. I'm going to put all of those links in the description box below. So please feel free to reach out to Dr. Vic. Tell him something that you liked about this episode if you want. And I look forward to all of you guys connecting with him on different platforms. Thank you guys so much for listening all the way up until here. I will catch you guys in my next episode. Bye-bye.